Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from that magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our Oracle Soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Hello and welcome to Oracle Soup. Uh, welcome to our listeners and especially anyone that is new joining us for the first time or who have just happened upon us. I'd like to um, thank you for tuning in. I am Gina Thies and with my dear sister, Katrina Wen. What's cooking, Katrina? Hey, have we got something fun in the oven? Something is fun in the oven. We are cooking. We are gestating. We are getting ready to plant a beautiful new seed and start a new year. And I uh, can't wait. I'm very excited about this show today, Gina. I am too. I I am. I really, really love the kind of the closure and the new beginning, you know, that new year, getting ready, setting my sights on what, what's, you know, what's to come and what, what I want to accomplish. And tarot is a perfect tool. And of course, other um, um, intuitive arts, but uh, tarot designing spreads. We're going to be talking a little bit about that. We're going to be talking about how uh, to design spreads for setting goals and looking forward to uh, kind of like, I would guess, not necessarily what to expect during the new year, but what to actually, uh, I would say, maybe create or manifest. That's the better word, manifest (laughs) for the new year or the upcoming year. Mm Yeah, absolutely. Manifestation or aligning one's energy. So we've got so much into this program. I hope you listen all the way through. We hope to have some handouts attached to our, uh, either to the oraclesoup.org website, or if nothing else, we'll have them in our file folders and our Facebook page at Oracle Soup. So one way or the other, we're going to be sharing some layouts with you and of course we'd love to get your ideas as well and leave those on the Facebook page yes if you have any sort of special spreads or techniques you are welcome to post those and again the site is oraclesoup.org or you can post it on our Facebook page which is um, facebook.com slash oracle soup so we'd love to hear from you all right. Well, with not too much to do here, my dear, we got something in that oven. It's smelling awfully good. So let's get on with the show. Thanks for tuning in to Oracle Soup. Pull up a chair and join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next... Whether you are a person who celebrates the solstice or someone who likes to align themselves with the celebrating of a new calendar year, whether it be on 
January the 1st, or for those of you who follow the Chinese New Year, uh, I believe in 2014 for us uh, on the Gregorian calendar, it's going to be January the 31st for the beginning of the Chinese New Year. But the idea of a new year or a new start or solstice is we're shifting, we're leaving the old behind, and we're beginning something new. So it's a very exciting transition time. And of course, that's something that us Tarot people love to get our cards out for and start being really creative and again the creativity can go into anything from maybe a forecast of your year into how to manifest certain goals that you have uh, ahead for you so we're going to be looking at some ideas some techniques and some spreads and between gina and i we have a wealth of information to share with you don't we gina we sure do well an interesting thing about resolutions uh they started out the tradition is actually connected to, it has religious origins. And resolutions were about making promises, making promises to the gods. And um, as you can see, the tradition is very old and we still sort of talk in terms of promises to self or promises to do something, promises to be better, promise to lose weight, promise to do all of eat, eat better, <laughs> eat healthy, you know, not be so mean, whatever, <laughs> whatever you are resolving uh, to to not do or make a promise to. Um, I tend to not do resolutions because I just feel like life is a journey and I'm on the journey. And uh, while I do set goals, I don't want to restrict. I want it to be this or something better. So I tend to think of what's better. What, what could, how can I improve on the now? And I've been in the last few years trying to practice staying in the present. And um, I do actually um, do exercises on kind of looking at where I've been and where I want to be in five years versus the end of the year. So it's like because sometimes it's about manifesting and it takes um, it takes time sometimes. And so, you know, and I can get to redo if I didn't like something, you know, So <laughs> rather, rather than saying this is the goal and I didn't reach it. And so I'm going to be disappointed. It's just about, you know, understanding and just being in the moment and being on the journey. Um, and, um, you know, a long time ago, I kind of just wrote out what I wanted to do 10 years out, 10 years out instead of one year out, because it's like, it gives me ch a chance to, if I don't accomplish something, I have to feel so bad about it and, you know, disappoint myself. You have a new year's resolution, Katrina? Well, actually, that's an interesting question. I don't make resolutions. I make affirmations. <laughs> In other words, I continue my affirmations, and I tend to start each new year with a new, what I call a, a mind map, but it's a goal map. And I put the year as a circle in the center of my little map, and then kind of like an octopus with tentacles, I have usually about eight different areas I'm looking at, whether it's my professional life or my home life or my spiritual life or my health. Uh, and so each one of those is a different arm of the octopus you might say and then or a tree it's like different branches of the tree and then as you move up that arm or that tree there's lots of little branches and they're the little details that make up the whole so, so for instance let's say uh well let's look at 2014 so in 2014 uh i let's pertinent to Tarot, I might talk about career. So let's say I have an arm and it's called career. And along that arm, I have all these little branches about what are the things that are contributing to or coming through my career with 
Tarot. And I go, well, I'm going to be finishing that book in the next month or two, so I'll put the book in there. Uh, I'm putting together a uh, webinar. Uh, it's basically called Professional Tarot Consulting Course, and it's a 10-part course, and that's so exciting. That's going to start in um uh, this year and it's going to be repeated twice a year so that's also on part of my goal list and then on top of that I have other goals like I'm going to read your studio and I'm going to be teaching a workshop and I'm going to work on and make that the most exciting workshop I've ever delivered so you know I'll put all the little ingredients of what makes up my year and the things that uh, contribute to my career Uh, and specific to Oracle Soup on my wish list is manifesting a beautiful new microphone and I'll have Oracle Soup on there and then I'll have another little sub-branch and that'll say new microphone. So you can see how that can expand and what's so much fun is you look back the next year or a few years later and you go, wow, look at all these things that I actually did manifest through my own affirming them. In terms of using the um, tarot specifically, there are many, many ways to design uh, spreads that can help accomplish goals or um, just kind of look at creating what you want to do for any specific thing, you know, or it doesn't have to be specific, but um, to look at what maybe even help in the planning of what you would want to do if there is something uh, something specific that you'd like to accomplish. That is so right on, sister, because what you just explained was so beautiful. And then one way of working with the tarot around that is you go through one of your favorite decks and you start picking out those cards or those archetypes that resonate with those goals. And it's not about the timing of it unless there is a very specific deadline. And then you really have to work out all the incremental steps to building up so that you are successful with that end goal. But Yes, pick the cards out that represent those things that you'd like to manifest or that you're working on or that you're affirming or that represent where you're going to be after, let's say, 12 months since we're talking about a new year. In fact, can I share an exercise with you from one of my favorite little books? Sure. This is from James P. Wells, and he has just the sweetest little book called Tarot for Manifestation, and it's chocked full of great ideas. In Chapter 4, he actually has one called Happy New Year Mandala, and we use this at the Tarot Retreat this year with great success. It was very powerful, and I'm not going to read through the whole thing, and I very much encourage you to pick up one of these books, uh, Tarot for Manifestation, but basically, in a nutshell, these are some of the things he's suggesting for this mandala, and he started off suggesting writing down maybe four or five goals first. You write those individual goals down, each one being unique. And then you go through the deck and you find a card that matches up with each one of those goals. And so that's very intentional. And then he says you pull out a separate deck. And this one's more random, you know, with the shuffling or whatever you normally do for selecting cards for a reading for yourself. And then you pick one card to go with each one of the goal cards and they get matched up. And so you're going to have four or most likely five cards and then another five cards. So that's ten cards, most likely, hopefully, from two different decks. And you're going to want to study each one of them and how they relate to your goals. And you'd be surprised what really powerful guidance you can get from that. I think reading or let's just say any oracular tool or art form assist in helping us look at 
or processing our future thinking. We're either looking at the future or looking at the past, you know, very rarely in the present. That's what we do. We think about what we should have, could have, would have done or could be doing or wish it the way it was. So I think in readings, it's very important to kind of um, uh, use these tools to help with those processes. And, you know, I heard something the other day that said uh, looking at the past is why some people get depressed because they keep thinking about what they could have done. And I think in readings, one of the, in terms of goal setting, maybe there's an um, exercise or something you could do to look at um, resolving past and moving to what you know, what, where you want to be in terms of, um, like I said, I, I look at, you know, in five years, I want to do, um, I want to have certain under certain number of things accomplished, but not worrying about, you know, what will specifically happen. It's just that at the end of result, and it's part of the manifesting too, if you think about um, what happens in the process of the suits, you have thinking, emotion, you put emotion into it, you, you put, taking some action, all in order to end up manifesting what you want. So some of those is just a process. And so um, I think looking at what those processes should be and resolving those things to get to where you want to go, sometimes you've got to clear the space and allow it to happen, allow it to manifest. And some of the things you've brought up that I want to tag on to mm-hmm. is you said, well, a person could create their own spread Mm -hmm. and then you also said something about you know maybe healing or releasing the past Mm -hmm. and being more in the present which I couldn't agree with you more so I would add that the questions you ask and the way you define goals has everything to do with your own perspective around those things so for instance if your goal is to be more present then the cards can help you reflect upon what do I need to help me be more present in this moment or if your goal is to release some sad feelings disappointments from the past that could also be the question that guides the cards that come through and so that's a way of just working directly with the cards and those would then be your goals but goals what the thing about goals and I know we don't have a whole lot of time to talk about this but you know there's different belief systems even in philosophies around goals some people are very business oriented and goal or what keep them on track in terms of getting bigger and better and more powerful or more affluent or whatever their business goals are. Um, And that could also align with individuals and with readers and readers' services. But on the other hand, from a spiritual point of view, and since for me the tarot is a spiritual medium, this is much closer to what you're talking about, being in the present, being in the moment, and paying attention to your well-being and how you're feeling, and that the goals aren't necessarily things to check off like a bucket list, but it's more, hey, how can I, as you said so eloquently, be my most wonderful self? All right. Now, with that said, I still want to share a couple of exciting spreads for those people who maybe might want to do a projection over the next year just to kind of see what might be coming up, not so much as a prediction, even though it can be used in a predictive way, but also as a sort of a snapshot of your year so you can go with the flow of your year or anticipate things or prepare for them or, or uh, get excited or manifest along with them. 
And one of my favorite spreads that I like to teach to my intermediate students is the horoscope spread. And I think most of us know what that is, but for those who do not, uh, the horoscope spread is where we actually lay the cards out in a circle. But the circle goes counterclockwise, and there's 12 cards in that circle. So it starts from the left side. It goes down, so that left side, what we're really looking at astrologically on a horoscope, is the first house. So that first card then is representing the first house and all the the symbolism around the first house. And then the second house, you'll have your second card, third house will be your third card, all the way around. And one of the things you can add to it if you're into significators is you can actually put a significator in the center or the hub of the wheel. Or this this card in the center, instead of being a significator, could be what pulls my whole year together? What's the theme for my year? So that's a, another fun way of working with the horoscope spread. And uh, again, we'll try to post some of these spreads on uh, our websites. Uh, is there if I share another yeah. idea that's kind of like this? Yeah. And it's it's really fun because it actually came out of one of my Tarot Supervision groups where I was teaching my students how to create a spread. And we together created what we called our year spread. And it could start at any time because what it is, it's really a mandala. And the mandala has the four corners or the four directions or the four elements or the four seasons in this case and so you're going to pick one card to represent each one of those seasons and it's going to either start with the season you're in or the season you're getting ready to move into so for instance at this point uh, depending on when you're listening to this podcast think about what season you're in right now is it fall is it spring is it winter is it summer and then you could start from there or you could project into and start with the next season and so each card is going to represent a sequential season and then again you're going to have one card in the center that's going to wrap up your whole year together so those are really powerful ways of aligning yourself with your your year to come and using the tarot to help bring more awareness to that well I would also like to add there is also just doing a life overview or a review or some um, deep exploration that can be done. And I um, will post this link. I did a wonderful article back in, I think, July in Tarot Tips where I um, did a spread for deep exploration and a a thoroughly reflective, um, introspective type of exercise of looking at, um, well, you could use it just for about anything, but it was starting out with the question, uh, who am I? It's a 10-card spread, and it is featured in the um, Tarot School's Tarot Tips for July, and I'll be able, I'll make sure and post a link um, to it. All right. Thank you. And I think we have time for just one more little uh, share around this. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my very favorite thing and what really gets so close to my heart and, and many of my clients' heart is doing what I call path working with Tarot numerology. In fact, I'm even working on a book about that right now. And the idea being that when you have a birthday or if you want to focus it on the new year, Anjali Saryan talks about that in her book, The Tarot Handbook. But the idea being that when you look at your birth date and you do the numerology around it and you look at what card then represents your year's lesson. Of course, there's one 
that represents your soul, your overall uh, purpose in life or focus or lesson in life. But the year cards are really truly the path work because the path work builds upon each previous year. And uh, there's a lot more to that than we can get into. But that's another thing to consider in terms of your annual renewal and looking back on did I really learn the lessons that I was here to learn last year in my path? And then am I prepared for next year? Love all of those. Looking forward to a beautiful 2014. Can you believe it's going to be 2014? That sounds so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do. 2014. uh, I mean, you know, wow, 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 wow. Well, happy new year to everyone. All of our listeners. Thank you so much for joining us and happy new year to you, Katrina. Thank you so much. Happy sun return or sun uh, going back to the underworld, wherever part of the world you're in right now listening to this. Now, you may not be listening to this at the solstice, so just happy wherever you are. Happy wherever you are. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time. Adieu. spending time with us at Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, also named Oracle Soup. Be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.wordpress.com for hot new servings of our saucy talks, as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn, at tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. And .org is like Oregon. Gina Thies at tarotadvisor.com. Advisor spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now. <laughs>